is murderers decoding the crime verse. 911, what's your emergency? Welcome to Decode right here on Active FM. I am Nolzi Lee. And I am Danny. And guys, before we do anything, guys, tragedy has struck the world. Right. The queen is dead. Danny wants to cry. I um, did cry. I can well, see not really. the tears <laughs> about to roll down her face. Ah. Guys, and excuse guys. me um, for being just a little bit insensitive. Okay, but you never liked the queen, so... Sorry, what? You never liked the queen. Since when? Um, sorry, we have countless <laughs> evidence on these shows that you don't like the queen, so don't even come at me. <laughs> okay, well... We would like to announce on decoding the crime verse since we do like talking about this lady, um, especially deepest, Danielle likes talking about her. Our deepest condolences to the family. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Although I was speaking with someone, Norlene, do not yeah. think it's suspicious that as they get a new prime minister, the queen dies. Dude. She was 160. She was dying anyway. No, it is suspicious. I'm telling you. She meets, like, honestly, she, like, uh, there's no conspiracy meets, here. No, she meets the new prime minister and like three days later, this lady's dead. Danielle, <laughs> she was 130. Like, nonsense. One day, one day it was going to happen. Do you understand what I'm saying? Anyway, let's just move on because my heart is still broken, shattered, there's, run over with okay. a truck. We would just like to cancel what Danielle just said. There's no conspiracy here. We're not even going to delve into it because okay. lady was old. We were you know counting it. the days. I always jump in on your conspiracies. It's fine. It's fine. No, you it's don't. Fine. Yes, I do. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> okay, well, we're not talking about the Queen today, unfortunately. We are actually talking about something completely different. And, well, yeah. for every girl, they dream of the day that she will walk down the aisle in a white dress. I know I'm dreaming of that yes. day. I know Nolene is dreaming of that day. Yeah. But, for this lady, that dream soon became a nightmare as eight days later, she was dead. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Today, we are going to uncover what happened to her. Imagine married for eight days and then you're dead. Uh-uh, this is when you marry a psycho or the wrong person. No, honestly, like not even two weeks, not even a fortnight, fam. Eight Nothing. days. Eight, eight days. days. So like he didn't even want to keep her longer than eight days if it was him. That is very sad, actually. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> like, what was the point of getting married? Honestly, like, mm. hello. 
<laughs> so today we will uncover the eerie story of the eight-day bride, which is a bizarre twisted tale of a hasty marriage, a secluded cottage, and a love triangle with a deadly end. Yep. Now there's one thing I'm actually I'm a heavy reader. I actually really don't love love triangles. I actually they <laughs> Because I can never decide who I want. And then if the person I want doesn't get picked, then I get annoyed. And it's just a mess. <laughs> so on the evening of May 20th, 1947, the body of 22-year-old Christina Kettlewell was found 150 feet from a honeymoon cottage in just nine inches of water on the banks of the river in Servan Falls on to Ontario. Again, guys, my pronunciation, we're not going there. Ontario, isn't it? Thank you. How did you know these things? How? Anyway, she doesn't even have the word in front of her. I don't understand. (laughs) But before we get into the details of her death, let's discuss the circumstances that led to the discovery of her body. So, Christina Kettlewell lived in Mimico. What did you say that place was? Ontario. Ontario. And worked at a bank where she was described as a capable employee. Imagine working your whole life to be described as a capable employee. I'd be very happy at that. Capable of what? Is capable what of I what? would add. <laughs> capable of robbing this bank is what I think. Clearly. So... <laughs> On May 12, 1947, Christina eloped with John Ray Kettlewell, a 26-year-old war veteran better known as Jack. Ronald Berry, a 28-year-old immigrant from Italy, was Jack's best friend and professional ballroom dancer. It was said that Jack, Christina and Ronald spent a large amount of time together. This is where the suspicions of love triangles are coming into play. Yeah. Christina's sister Helen once commented that the family thought that perhaps Ronald was in love with Christina. Following the elopement, the Kettlewell spent the next few days in an apartment in Toronto and bizarrely Ronald joined them. That is that's that's beyond odd. Okay, but listen here. Okay, Nolene, serious question, right? You met Mr. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. And you get married, and he invites his best friend on your honeymoon. What? What? What's sorry? going on? <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Mm-mm. Uh, mm-mm. Like, mm-mm. who does that? It's not a vacation. It's, it's not, not a vacation. A it's a honeymoon. It's exactly. It's, it's a not honeymoon. like honeymoon. Exactly. It's not like the couple went on vacation. Because I mean, you can go on vacation yeah. with friends and stuff. Like, I, yeah. I don't dispute that. But your but that honeymoon, because then you're third wheeling. Even on vacation, it's awkward. That is also true. But I know some if people. If I was a family member, I'd be like, ah, 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 you're not going there. Why is no. this friend there? No, exactly. And I mean, either it's suspicious, like, what is the why you want your best friend there, or it's yeah. suspicious. If she wanted him there, then you're like, um, but I just married you. What's going yeah. on? So, on May 17, the trio headed out to a remote cottage, which was only accessible by boat. Why we would go to a place where I can only get away by boat, I don't understand. But anyway, (laughs) 
During their time at the cottage, it was reported that Christina began to act out of character. She would go into crying fits and she would sometimes seem completely dazed. Evidence suggested that Christina had had conversations with Ronald about whether or not Jack truly loved her. So you see, there's already problems and it's been like a week of marriage. Okay, guys, if you get married, please make sure you are 100% sure. Okay, we're not marrying for nothing here. Okay. <laughs> no. Nope. We don't want you eight days into your marriage and then you're going to his best friend. Listen, does he really love... No. Mm-mm. The best Mm-mm. friend that just so happens to be on your honeymoon. Exactly my point. The, the suspicion is... It's it's not the one, eh? So, nope. on May 20th, Christina disappeared from the cottage. Curiously, on that same day, the cottage caught fire. Suspicious. When Ronald returned to the cabin, he found disoriented Jack sitting in the cabin with an apparent head injury and pulled him out of the place. So I think Ronald had like gone off somewhere, like to the shops or something, whatever, whatever. Yeah. And he'd then come back. Christina was missing and Ronald was like, I mean, because also when you're breathing in all that smoke, I can imagine you're quite like, you're not yourself, if that makes sense. So can I please just say... Like, yes. I understand you have a head injury, right? But why are we sitting in the but fire? why are you sitting in a burning cottage? No, exactly. I don't like, understand. Not trying to get out. You're just sitting there. Does that make sense? No, I, I, I totally get you. It's not like your leg is broken and you can't move. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's not like you're, you hit your head and now there's like paralysis. I mean, he's still functioning yeah. human being. Yeah. So... He looked for Chris, so Ronald looked for Christina but couldn't find her anywhere in the cottage. Ronald recalled that the cottage burned to the ground in just an hour. It must have been a wood. I mean, America, they are mostly wooden built, so I mean, I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if it burned quickly. He took Jack on a boat to reach a car to drive him to the hospital and then contacted the police. It was then when Ronald discovered that the situation became even worse because that evening Christina's body was found in nine inches of water just 150 meters away from the cottage by the noble suite owner of the boathouse in that area. Her body was free from burns or any signs of violence, and the official autopsy found traces of codeine in her stomach, but her ultimate cause of death was declared a drowning. Yeah. Weird. I'm looking at the only one who has no injuries in the story, and I'm like, Ronald. how did you escape the fire? And this lady died, and you went like... <laughs> no. Interestingly, when Major Lawrence Carter, who was... He tried to help put out the fire. He said when he went to go and fetch water from the river, he didn't see Christina's body. But then I also yeah. then I guess if she was like under the water and you're now in that mindset, oh my goodness, there's a fire, there's a fire, there's a fire. You're not you're literally grabbing a bucket and getting water. Do you get what I'm saying? You're not exactly looking in the river. Nope. This is where I find it suspicious again. But, you were at the very same river her body was found coincidentally. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, this is another person. This was just a friendly face helping out. Yeah. But my thing is, like, nine inches. I don't know how much that is. Is nine inches a lot? Yeah. I would I assume so. so. Shouldn't be. No. Okay. But also, how dirty is the water? Hmm. 
My thing is, I'm just suspicious that if, I mean, because I'm also assuming if you're going to get a bucket of water, you can only take a bucket and then you have to come back for another bucket. Do you get what I'm yeah. saying? You're like running yeah. back and forth. So it is a bit weird that we didn't see Christina's body until the evening. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And you were at the same river. Because now he's created an alibi as to why mm. he was at the river. If anybody ever even saw him coming from the river. Exactly. So Jack, Ronald and 20 other people were questioned by the police in, a, in connection to the case. Jack was interrogated by the police for three hours after being released from hospital where he was treated for burns, shock, a head injury and apparent drugging. So there's another thing. Where yeah. does drugging come from? Okay, this is yeah. not... I mean, I can understand. Exactly. I mean, it's not like the fa- the building... I mean, you could fall and hit your head. But yeah. the drugging is where then the head injury also starts to look yeah. a bit suspicious. Yeah. Jack claimed he didn't remember anything that occurred after 11 a.m. on the day of Christina's disappearance. Ronald was then questioned by the police for 13 hours in which he provided a 3,000-word statement that the police described as, quote, fantastic. What? Yeah, guys, I don't understand. On June 19th, an inquest into Christine's death began, which became quite a spectacle. The public packed not only the courtroom, but the grounds outside. Some even approached Jack and Ronald as the main witnesses for autographs. Why? I don't know. (laughs) Like, I'm not going to someone who's family wife has just died and been like can i have your and autograph asking like, for an autograph it's so that's weird. weird and the fact that they gave the autographs is mm. weirder listen the whole case is a bit strange i'm not gonna lie it is strange <laughs> although although sometimes these little american towns are like so small like nothing big ever happens and now suddenly there's a big fire and death yeah. happen it's kind of like me i don't know people are weird <laughs> It should be noted that Jack and Ronald were not on trial for the murder. It was simply a case to determine whether or not foul play had been involved. So they're basically being like, should we do a proper investigation? The investigation uncovered many interesting bits of information and the jury of the inquest ultimately couldn't agree on whether Christina's death was a result of foul play or... Not stating, and I'm going to quote, due to the fact that the post-mortem experimentation disclosed codeine in the stomach of the deceased and due to the suspicious fact that she was found drowned, this jury is unable to decide on the evidence given whether or not thou means or employed in her death. I think that's pretty damn obvious. Like, there's drugs in her system and she was drowned. Yeah. She can get, like, yeah. a what? How can you and not... the guy... With the head injury, also had drugs in his system. Exactly. So who on earth was drugging, drugging these people? Okay, we'll get to a point later, which I'll speak about the drugs again when we get into the theories, yeah. but it is, it's really suspicious. So Jack and yeah. Ronald were in the clear as there was no evidence implicating either of them in the death, but their relationships to both Christina and each other were then thoroughly exposed in the process. A police report claims yeah. that there were signs of evidence that Christina was very distressed by the unnatural conduct of her husband and Ronald. So it always... Yeah. Basically, there was a little bit of fishy behavior, which I mean is understandable since he's coming yeah. on your honeymoon. Exactly. So we're going to dive into the theories. We've got 
I think it's two theories. I might be mistaken. So the first yeah. theory suggests that Christina was dealing with mental illness and killed herself, which could explain yeah. the codeine because she might have been trying yeah. to overdose, gone to the river, and then drowned. Because you know, if you then drugged up, yeah, you can't swim. So that could explain it. But then that doesn't yeah. explain why Jack was drugged. So yeah. The largest pieces of evidence that Christina may have killed herself were several suicide notes written prior to her untimely end that were uncovered during the inquest. The first note mm. was written on Easter Sunday before their engagement, which was about five weeks before the wedding. How do you plan a wedding in five weeks? I don't know, but that's a different <laughs> <a> story. <laughs> it was addressed to Roland in which she writes that she had tried to poison herself and talks about the uncertainty of receiving a proposal from jack so at that point it was before she got engaged she didn't know if he was actually going to propose to her so yeah. i mean it's like does he really love me type of type so of it was thing really rushed because five weeks before your mm. wedding he hadn't proposed yet yeah it's very it's, it's yeah yeah in the note she claims that this will be the best way out as she cannot bear to see another girl have him so basically she was saying yeah, or a guy. So she was basically saying that if he doesn't love her and he was not going to propose to her, he doesn't want. She doesn't want to have to see him with another. Yeah, with someone else. Which is also though, it's weird. Why are you writing to Roland? Ronald. Yeah, Ro- but why? Is she Ronald, to Ronald, her? Roland, whatever. <laughs> like, same person. Okay, we understand what I'm talking about. <laughs> Ronald. <laughs> <laughs> Ronald, why are we writing to Ronald? Ronald is the friend. Ronald is not the person that you. Although it would be pretty right. weird to write to your boyfriend. Why haven't you proposed yet? It's also a bit weird. I don't yeah, know. It's all a bit weird. Did she mm. not see this unnatural relationship before? Because she was writing to Ronald That's also a lot. true. That is true. So Jack recalls Christina being sick that day, but claimed in his testimony that he was unaware about the suicide notes that she wrote. There was another yeah. suicide note at the end of April. This time her intention, as detailed in the note, was not only, only to kill herself, but to also kill Jack. Hectic. So did she drug herself and drug Jack and set the house on fire? And then somehow maybe she maybe she like second guessed and was going to fetch water and then drowned. Yeah. So you see, there's possibilities here. Mm. We then had this note was again addressed to Ronald. She wrote she wrote, When you love someone, you really love him, and I know there is no one for me but Jack, and if I cannot have him, I do not intend anyone else to. I waited, as you might say, in the hope that Jack would ask me to marry him, but I now realize I am just a passing fancy. Okay, she clearly had some identity issues in this relationship. Yeah, she clearly, she this relationship, she didn't really know where she stood. <laughs> <laughs> the last note was written the day before she died and it was addressed to Mrs. Thomas who owned the home that Christina and Jack stayed in. What, well, yeah. I think they were going to stay in. Once yeah. done, Christina asked Ronald to mail the letter for her. She wrote, and inside she wrote, Ronnie is in the boat outside somewhere. By the time he gets back, everything will be over with. He must have been afraid something would happen because he's staying an extra day to make sure we go back with him to Toronto. But what I don't understand is if he was in the boat and by the time he gets back, whatever, whatever, how then did she ask him to mail it? 
I think no. So I think she wrote the letter. She, he obviously didn't read the letter because it was addressed to this other chicky chick. I think yeah. he. She then asked, "Will you mail this for me?" He goes to mail, and her plan was that while he was mailing it, she was going to kill both of them. So when he got back, and then you see what she says here is the reason she he came on honeymoon and stuff with them is because he was actually concerned that yeah. something bad was going to happen. That was going to happen. Mm. Which I mean could be an explanation. No. It is still a bit weird though. Yeah, it is weird still. All notes were confirmed by a handwriting expert to be signed by Christina. Ronald held on to the notes for, from Christina, but he never told Jack about them until the inquest, which is also a little bit strange. Strangely, Ronald was able to cho- yeah. able and chose to save the letters from the burning cottage. So after you rescue your That's friend weird. Jack, the first thing you go and do is get the letters. Do you get is what I'm saying? That's, That's really weird. weird. Yeah. Okay. A newspaper reported that Christina may have been in the cottage when Roland rescued Jack, as it gathered from one of his testimonies. Ronald. You like Roland. What am I saying? Guys, Roland. I, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Ronald, I apologize. <laughs> I don't think you're alive. But apparently he had given different statements to the police. So in a separate yeah. statement, he claimed he'd returned to the cottage after sunbathing, found Jack with a with blood on his face, who was clearly disorientated. However, in this description of their events, he said Christina was in the cottage, and when Roland asked what happened to Jack, Christina did not reply and simply stood there. Ro- Ronald then carried Jack out of the cottage. When he went back in for blankets, he saw Christina for the last time, and he noted the strong scent of coal oil in the living room and smoke beginning to fill up the kitchen. About 15 minutes later, Ronald could not find Christina and when he returned for her and also noted that a weapon or anything that could have been used for Jack's injury was not to be found. Which is very different from the first thing he said. Yeah. Okay. It should also be noted that this is different. It wasn't even just two retellings. He told multiple different testimonies. And in fact, one of the lawyers on the case called Ronald a blatant liar. Hectic. So that's the first theory is that she killed herself and was trying to take Jack down with her. Yeah. But why? He married you. Yeah. Like, but I you guess, got you got I guess what even you wanted. though he married her, she could still have gotten the sense that he maybe he didn't love her. That's true. Yeah. So the second theory was that perhaps Jack and Ronald were not so innocent. So the first bit of evidence that suggests the duo may have planned this is a series of insurance policies purchased before Christina's death. Guys, please, if someone asks you to take an insurance policy out, Why would you even go forward and take it and marry him? Jack took out two separate life insurance policy on himself and Christina before the marriage, which conveniently contained a double amendmenty clause, which would allow the beneficiary to collect twice the amount if the cause of death was accidental, meaning a fire. Yeah. Or drowning. Strangely, yeah. Ronald was the beneficiary listed on both policies. Ronald That's and also Firstly, exactly. you're a beneficiary, second, you're on our honeymoon. 
No, it gets worse. Ronald had also taken out an insurance policy on the cottage that would later mysteriously burn down and named Jack the beneficiary. Hmm, I'm not saying anything, but this is suspicious. It should be noted that Ronald had failed careers in both construction and insurance. Additionally, Jack had removed all his family from his will from unknown reasons. That is weird. Also, no, Christina's wedding ring was never recovered. For me, this theory explains everything. The fact that he was on honeymoon. I feel like with them. No, but it gets more. No, but it gets even more interesting. So, obviously, we have now this whole idea that Ronald and Jack were in an intimate yeah. relationship. This is now where this love triangle also comes in. And even, however, there was this whole theory that because apparently Jack admitted it but apparently this only came out after like hours and hours of like questioning so they think he was like coerced into saying it but I'm a bit skeptical but what some people believe is Ronald obviously had these suicide notes and it's like listen she's gonna do this so why don't we just benefit off of it so it's kind of the thing is they didn't plan her murder but they didn't stop her suicide and then they just made sure jack got rescued so that they could claim the money so they drove her to it and then claimed the money basically so yeah so they, they it's kind of the whole thing is that they never stopped her they knew she was gonna do it but didn't do anything to stop her. But another thing is that apparently there was a strong suspicion that Christina's state of mind was not normal, as actually they believed that she was having mind-altering drugs. And this was an unclear if she was self-administering it or if she had been drugged. And even her sister claimed that this whole wedding thing, she kind of just accepted it. She was like, okay, fine, we'll get married. And apparently her sister also said that Christina appeared to fear both Jack and Ronald. Which I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. And even the homeowner said that Ronald and Jack, basically she was worried that something was going to happen to Christina. So there were a couple of people yeah. worried for her sake. And I mean, afterwards, Jack went on to marry another woman three years later, okay? And the two of them actually lived in the home that him and Christina were supposed to live in, which is really weird, okay? And he started a family and they separated in the late 60s. And he actually never spoke of the incident that happened with his first marriage. In fact, his son and his daughter-in-law didn't even know about it. They only came across about it because the daughter-in-law was doing research on the family and found an article in the library. So he didn't even tell his new family that this had happened. Jack died in 1998. But what would you think? I'd be like, sorry, what is this going on here? She died after eight days. Wait, your friend was in the honeymoon. Yeah, no. Sorry, okay. 
Taking off the ring, giving it back to you, sir. As for Ronald, he moved to New York in 1956 and was never heard from again. So, was Christina Kettlewell murdered by two of her closest people in her life in a sinister plan to break a tragic love triangle and collect insurance money? Or did the bride, giving in to internal strife, or perhaps it was simply a freak accident? Obviously, it remains unsolved. I believe that they knew about the suicide and they used it against her. They didn't stop her and they thought, let's benefit. Let's take the money. I think they killed her. I think they used the suicide notes as they... Because why would you run back to fetch them? They that, yeah, that that's, what I'm, saying. Um, but I'm, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But I, I don't think... I think she was still the person who, like, lit the fire and stuff. I think she still had that plan in her mind. But I think Ronald particularly came back in time to save Jack because he knew what she was planning. I don't think it was her. Don't you? I don't think it was her because before the cottage was on fire, he took out the insurance policy. Yes, that's what I'm saying is they... Oh, wait, y'all, because she never said anything about burning in her letters. Mm. I understand. Oh. Oh, Ronald left, knowing what she was going to do. Right? Right? Then came back in time mm-hmm. to save Jack. Okay? And then he himself set the house on fire because he also then would get, get the insurance policy for the house and for her death. But by her giving Jack the poison and her t- taking the poison herself then he's not technically on the hook for murder because technically her poi- her drug was then suicide. Do you understand what I'm saying? I still think they did it. I mean, the fact that she was afraid of the both of them meant... Listen, I actually feel like they're so... The triangle, the three of them, I feel like at some point they were all involved some way or another. Yeah, it's it's just. Yeah, but I don't believe that Ronald and Jack were intimate in no. any way, because then Cause otherwise why, their yeah, relationship yeah, would have yeah, somehow. No, yeah. On. Why would Why would Ronald move far away and why would Jack remarry? Yeah, yeah. no. Also, Get I married. think they were the money. I think they had the plan money, for yeah, the money. 100%. I agree. Yeah, I think they were coerced into saying that they were in a relationship just for the whole media love triangle, yeah. whatever. It because is. that, I mean, that makes yeah. more headlines, and and then that, that it's more yeah. of a way to like pin it on them. Or oh, this was like a crime of passion type of yeah. thing. So I yeah. feel like at some point. There is so much to this case. I really wish we could know what happened. Unfortunately, they're all dead now. Yeah. But, guys, please be careful who you marry. Don't marry strangers. Don't marry people on Tinder. Guys, please do your background checks. (laughs) And don't marry five, four weeks later. No. Can you please get to know who the human being is? But that is all for this week. We will see you next time. Yep. But from now until next week, no mourners. No funerals. Time and time and time again. I know that I saw my sins. You don't see my sin. No more. Haven't you heard? It's the Netflix of radio. Woo! <laughs>
Radio has never been better. 